So um, for all of you Ignite earners, and I'm going to say earners, yes, because each and every one of you, um, let's speak it into reality. You're on this call today because you want to earn Ignite, and you are already an Ignite earner. And the things that we're doing today, tomorrow, the next day, maybe some of the things we did last night are really going to determine whether that statement at the beginning is really going to be true or not, right? Like are we doing the things that it's going to take to get there? But I remember, guys, this is Pete Beckman. When I got in this business many, many, many years ago, you know, I had a lot of questions, and I wonder if some of you guys do too who's on the line. You know, we just came out with our five steps of success, which you can find the PDF, um, you know, through our website or get with Connie, and she can certainly get that to you. But really, we wanted to plan for the ingredients of what it was going to take for each of you guys to succeed. Like, what was the blueprint? Right? How much of each, what of each did you need? And I want you to think about something today as I tell you what the biggest challenge and the biggest question that I had when I joined this business was, was, okay, you gave me the recipe, which we have to follow exactly for what it is. But then really all about it was, you know, that trust and belief that if I do this, will I be successful? Right? How do people be successful? Yeah, you get, you get $200 worth of leads. Yeah, you make 200 phone calls, but, but what do I got to do? And so today I'm not going to necessarily cover that nuts and bolts with you guys, but I want to hit you straight on with something that was taught to me 12 years ago, which is how you've got to think to be successful. Right? What separates the people that are on this call that when I say you're an Ignite earner, in the end of 30 days, that check mark's going to be there or it's not, right? And when I, when I met with some people earlier in my insurance career, we talked about what the common denominator of success really was, okay? And it was a, a small little book by Albert Gray that I read that really it was required of me when I got started, and, and I didn't understand why, but after reading it, I did. Because what it taught me was how people who are successful think, and I know you guys are on this call today, right? Amanda Shaw is on this call going, I want to get started. I need to make money, Pete. I'm with you exactly what you're saying here. I've got to get going. I want to get promoted, but what do I got to do? Those are things we're going to cover continually on these calls and also working with your coach. But the first thing we got to cover is how you're going to take ownership of your success here at Equus Financial or are you not? And so I'm just going to read from some of these pages because I feel that it would be a disadvantage for me to try to, to summarize this, but more effective for me to just read the very words that I read 12 years ago that helped me understand the way that Pete Beckman really needed to think if I was going to get out of my financial disaster. Because I want everybody on this call to really know one thing. When I got started in this business 12 years ago, I was beyond broke. Like, I was so broke that I was hoping just to get back to broke, right? Been money from everybody, had to sleep on a hotel conference floor because that's what I was told I needed to do to be successful because I had to be at the conference. So one thing that I figured out out of reading this was that I know where some of you could be today, that you're here because you need to make money. But you also, hearing the words that I'm going to read from Albert Gray, are going to have to accept the fact that when we move – the needle forward on February 26th, the 2018, that something's going to change for you in your life, right? That you're going to plant a flag and you're going to do something different, whether it's here with Equus or whether it's somewhere else, 
but I hope the words that Albert Gray will share with you will be that you will take action today, that you're not going to wait, that you're not going to try to change the system to fit your needs or to fit your problems or circumstances. What do I mean? We're going to figure out a way that if we know the recipe and these five ingredients are going to be what these five ingredients are, association, you know, investing money in yourself, you know, making sure to personally develop, to share it with other people, that we're not going to change those things to fit us, but if we want the success that very few have, we're going to adjust and change ourselves to fit the system. And that's really what this taught me. So he talked about in this, he said, like most of us, I have been brought up on the popular belief that the secret of success is hard work which I think it is, but I had seen so many men work hard without succeeding and so many, many succeed without working hard. We call those the get luckies. You guys know that, right? That I had become convinced that hard work was not the real secret, even though in most cases it might be one of the requirements. So it's a requirement to be successful, but it's not the secret. And so I set out on a voyage of discovery, which carried me through biographies and autobiographies, to study different men and women. I realized further that the secret for which I was searching must not only apply to every definition of success, but it must apply to everyone whom it was offered. So it's given the same opportunity, right? If there's going to be success, then we have to talk, there's going to be failure. And so what Albert Gray was searching for was what was the things, what was the commonality of the people that were winning, the people that today on February 26th, 2018 in the Unitrust Agency plan it and say something's got to change and it's going to be me first. And he said the common denominator, and if there's something you need to write down, it would be this phrase here, that the common denominator of success, the secret of success of every man who has ever been successful, lies in the fact that he or she formed the habit of doing things that failures don't like to do pretty powerful. The secret of success of every man who has ever been successful lies in the fact that he or she formed the habit of doing things that failures don't like to do. Now, I'm going to stop and paraphrase this for a minute. It's them willing to do things that failures don't like to do. Now, here's the secret that I've learned in this business in 12 years. There's some things that we do that the people who are successful still don't like to do, but here's the separation. They do it anyways. Does that make sense? The people who go out and say, well, I know the secret is I've got to make 200 to 250 dials each and every week, Andy Rod, right? I've got to do that. But then they get in and they turn an activity report in that's got 20 because they don't like to do it, and then therefore they let that desire to not do it influence them not to do it. And here's where it is. Um, something that I had here that I read in here. It says, if the secret of success lies in forming the habit of doing things that failures don't like to do, then let's start boiling down processes by determining what are the things that failures don't like to do, right? In our business, we got to figure out what are the things that if Pete Beckman on this line today is telling me you've got to do the things that people who fail won't do, then what are those things? Well, let's put some bullet points to them, okay? You've got to buy leads each and every week. 
you got to get with the coach. I think there's got to be a minimum of about $100 a week. You've got to do it. See, if you want to be successful in our system, that's what it's going to take. If you want to be full-time, get with the mentor, it's going to be more, right? But that's what it is because we know the ingredients. Here's something else that failures won't do. They won't pick up the telephone and sit down for four hours and just dial, right? They'll organize their stuff. They'll organize their leads. They'll go fix their contracting profile, right? They'll do things during income-producing time, which is business hours, that are not going to do exactly what we talked about when we got on this call today that each and every one of you are on this line for, which is to make cash flow, which there's two things in our business that make cash flow immediately for all of you on this line. Number one, making appointments, and number two, selling them. That's it. See, here's what failures won't do, and this is what Brandon Hall was told three years ago when he got in this business. If you're not in a house, then you're getting in a house, period. Does that make sense? See, failures won't do that. Failures don't plan. Here's another bullet point. They fail to plan for success. So many of you guys, because you're not planning to win, are inherently on the other side planning to fail. Because if you don't have the plan to win, then the plan is already designed for you and set that you're not going to win. You're going to fail. Which means you have to have your schedule in front of you, and you've got to stick to it with tenacity. Right? Brandy Tipton and I, I mean, I've got her to the point, guys, where I'm a little guilty of this, too, where I don't get on the line today to tell you, hey, I'm perfect at my schedule because, my goodness, I'm far from it. You should see all the things I don't get to every day. But I've put an accountability buddy or two, actually two of them, Connie and Brandy, and I want them to be hard on me when it comes to managing my time and me telling them that, yes, I've done this or no, I didn't. Right? I've specifically asked them to tell me, Brandy, give me four people to follow up with and check on me on the end of the day. And if I don't do it, she needs, to, she needs to let me know that I'm failing. I'm not holding my obligation right. So he says here, the things that failures don't like to do are the very things that you and I and other human beings, including the successful, naturally don't like to do. In other words, we've got to realize from the start today, February 26, 2018, on this phone call, that if you want to be successful at the Unitrust Agency and Equus Financial, it's going to be something that's achieved by minority of men, about 10 to 15 percent. And therefore, it's unnatural and not to be achieved by doing un just the natural things, which means the things that we think are natural. You've got to change. You know, when I got into business 12 years ago, somebody made this phrase to me, and this really, really, really rang true for me. Aaron, he said to me, he said, you'll either have a schedule that you determine or you'll have somebody else making a schedule where they'll determine what you do. And see, I'm here because I don't want to be in a schedule where I go in and I clock in and out and somebody tells me how much I'm worth for an hour of my time, right? I'm here because I want to be an entrepreneur and a business owner and I want to have freedom. And I'm hoping and I'm thinking that's why each and every one of you have joined this call today. But I say this to you to, to tell you that I've had to program and the men and women who are successful within our business have had to reprogram the natural things that they want to do. 
right, which is hanging out or not making phone calls or not registering for the conference or making excuses, right, or, or accepting defeat and giving up and quitting. See, they've had to go through that because, guys, it's unnatural for us because we've been around the world so much that people tell us, they're probably your friends and family, that tell you, you can't do this. What's you in that insurance thing for? You can't do that. It ain't going to work. And you've got a choice today whether you're going to believe that garbage or you're not. And so I tell you here that if it's unnatural, the things that failures don't like to do in general are too obvious for us to discuss. It's almost obvious. I can look at your schedule right now today, uh, Barry Schulte, and I could say, and it's not Barry, it's just anybody, I could have Barry Schulte pull up his calendar in front of me, and I can tell you right now if you're going to have cash flow going into your bank account next week. Because those bullet points that we just gave you are the things that are so tough. When you get on the phone and you just don't want to pick up another call, you get a few people, you don't know what you're doing, especially when you're brand new, right? Because you don't know what you're doing all the time yet, and that's okay, but you've got to do it. Because failures don't do it, so if you want to not do it, then you'll fail too. But how do you deal with the adversity? How do you deal with the hang-ups and all these problems? How do you go out and buy leads when you say, man, I might be a little broke? Tough it up, man. Go find a way. You know, in Jacksonville, Florida, where I live, you can donate plasma like once every six days and get like 100 bucks for it. I mean, I don't know. Is there five, six, eight hundred bucks? How bad do you want it? And I'm delivering this message today because it's not me wanting to say, hey, y'all, like, let me give you all the nitty-gritty. But, guys, I'm telling you because I want you to win, and I'm going to be serious and in your face on this today. Because some of you guys are going to take what I'm saying to heart, and it's going to cause action, which means you're going to leave this call, and you're going to call Dick, or you're going to call me, or you're going to call Brandy and say, what do I got to do? See, we know the winners who are, who are going to be potential winners with us when they get through their licensing course fast. Some of you all don't know that. We see that. Like when I see somebody get on every three days and they're on for 12 minutes, like you all don't get phone calls from me because you're doing what failures do. you got to work. So he says, perhaps you've wondered what's behind this peculiar lack of welcome on the part of prospective buyers. Maybe I'm going to talk about prospective people joining our team. It's due to the fact that they're human too. And the average human is not big enough to buy life insurance of his own accord and therefore prone to escape our efforts to make him bigger or persuade him to do something he doesn't want to do. Guess what? We find people that want to buy this stuff. We find people that go out and say, you know what, I'm interested in talking about mortgage protection. Do you guys see how crazy this is for a minute? Like, Abe Watson, do you see that we get people who send letters back, and it's $500 every time you go out and sell one, and if you follow exactly what Dick Sylvester tells you to do, you're going you're gonna to close half of the people you sit with. The only Absolutely. common denominator here is how many are you going to sit with? See, the failures are going to sit with one or two because they're hoping to get lucky. See, the winners are going to stack the odds in their favor and say, you know what, Dick Sylvester told me 15. I'm getting 25, baby. That's what winners do because that's what separates them. When the coach in the command gives you a call, are you going to find a way to, to cheat it out? Because here's the unfortunate part behind all of it if you do that. You're going to cheat yourself. You're not cheating us. You're cheating yourself. 
So there's four main groups that I want to tell you that you want to write down that if you're doing anything today and you're doing anything over the next 30 days to get your business to the next level, you need to work on these four things and these four things only. Number one, your prospecting habits. I didn't say your prospecting skills. I said your prospecting habits, right? Are you getting on the phone or are you not? Are you getting 50 dials an hour? Are you sitting there reading every lead to try to analyze it and you're only getting six? Prospecting habits. Number two, your calling habits. Are you making outbound dials? Your calling habits are also to your coach. Are you calling the coach regularly to say, what do I do? I can tell you this, Dick and Connie Sylvester, I call them 10 times a day. Brandy Tipton and I talk five, six, seven times a day. I call Rob Jones and Barry Clarkson at least every day, one of them. They don't always answer, and that's okay, but I'm raising my hand and saying I'm going to be successful, so I call them daily. So number one, your prospecting habits. Number two, your calling habits. You've got to control it. Number three, your selling habits. And I'm going to go there with selling habits and selling skill. This one, I'll add the skill. But the skill only comes in number three. You can't go learn to sell if you haven't learned how to prospect. So these things do go in order. And number four, which wraps the whole thing around, which you've got to have, is your working habits. I was challenged a few years ago. I want to tell you all this. And, and I know some of you guys who want to win. I want you to text me a picture this week if you actually take my challenge here. I want you to text me a picture if you actually do what I'm about to ask you to do, because I was challenged to do this many years ago. When I first got in the business, I was young. I was broke. I had a broke mentality. Guys, guess what? I knew what I knew. I never had anybody in my life who was teaching me how to win. I thought I had some people in my life who were, who were looking out for me. They were called my bosses. They weren't. They were looking out for them and the company and the bottom line. I was just a tool to get there. But then I met somebody different, and he said to me, he said, the problem isn't what's going on in your life. The problem is how you react to it. And so my challenge to each and every one of you today would be this one thing, to focus on number four, your working habits. I want you to go out and I want you to get a stopwatch. And maybe if you don't have it, use your iPhone, use your iPad, I don't know, use an electronic device, download a, a stopwatch app on your telephone. For me, I wanted the good old-fashioned wrap around my neck stopwatch. And what he challenged me to do on these four things is he said, I want every time that you're doing one of these four things, prospecting, calling, or selling, I want you to click the stopwatch. Okay? And at the end of the week, or let's start here by the end of the day, see, we've got some hours today. See, it's about 1050 on February 26th of 2018. I've got a road to RM call. See, I've got to be on that. And that's comfortable and natural and normal for us to listen to a call, but here's not. You're going to have to click that stopwatch when that thing's over if you start working. And look at the end of the day today about how much time you put into one of these four things. 
And I'm not talking getting on conference calls. You need to do that. I'm not talking – I didn't say going and printing apps, Andy Rod, and studying a Moo app. No, 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 no. I said prospecting, calling, or selling. And I want you to time yourself. And you don't have to report it to me or Dick unless you want to. I just want to see the pictures of the stopwatches to know you're doing it. Because I know whether you're doing it or not if we see the results. But each and every day, I want you to look at it and say, okay, today I put two and a half hours in. Really not good. Let me get to three hours tomorrow. And I want to improve every day on the things that matter most in our business. So to recap, the failure here will be determined right now today and moving forward. Your success is determined right now whether you'll hit Ignite or not. So that common denominator the secret of success of every man who has ever been successful lies in the fact that he or she formed the habit of doing things that failures won't do. I'm challenging you to do the things that failures won't do. Get out of your comfort zone. Find where your uncomfortable is. That's where the golden pot is, my friends. And with that, uh, Dick and Connie, I'll turn it over to you. Okay. Hey, uh, Pete, I'm, I'm uh, mobilized. Uh, I'm thinking about if I were in this business, how I would definitely be going out and getting me a stopwatch. I think I could ask Dick this, but would you repeat one more time? You gave the author several times. Would you give the name of the book? It's Albert Gray, the author, and the book is, it's a very small book. You can read it in like an hour. It's called The Common Denominator of Success. Okay. I think for new people, that's something good to definitely look at because most people coming on do want something they can read fast. The common denominator of success. Guys, Pete just laid out for you. You could hear the passion in his voice from someone who 12 years ago changed his life around. This could be you. Okay. It doesn't matter whether you're old or young. I mean, we all have the same ability to make change. Would you agree? I couldn't agree more, Connie. And Pete, I, I love the way you started the call off this morning with not trying to change what they think, but trying to change how people think because how they think is going to determine the trajectory of their success. And that's the key to everything that we go. That's why we have this call. That's why we have the nuts and bolts call. That's why we're talking to you constantly on the phone. I encourage everybody to get a digital recorder so when you call, you can record how we think so it can start affecting how you think. And with that, I think that just, I think it's been a great call today. I hope everybody uh, takes it uh, to heart. Uh, guys, we're going to be on the road. Yeah. Road to RM call here in a few minutes for those of you that are interested in building. And um, thanks, Pete, for taking the time, one, to prepare, and two, to develop that skill set that you can convey and communicate so effectively like you did today. Guys, let's have a great week this week, and we will see you all on the Wednesday call. Oh, Pete, just so you know, I had some really good calls this week people both before they went in the home and after they got in the home, and uh, we got quite a, quite a number of sales because of that. So I just encourage everybody to continue. Keep up the good work. We'll talk to you all later.